Uh, Jets and Colts on Sunday, and uh, you want to listen to this guy talk about his quarter- the quarterbacks uh, when he's doing the game. Uh, he'll be doing the game with Greg Gumbel and Trenton Green on CBS. Uh, uh, one of my favorite old coaches, and uh, you know, I miss him on the sidelines when he, since he's left, and that's Bruce Arians. Coach, welcome. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? I'm doing well. This is Mike Francesa. How are you? I'm doing great, Mike. Good. Um, coach, uh, how do you like the transition to broadcasting? So far, so good. I've only had one little slip-up. What's that? And, uh, <laughs> I said he was wide ass open one time. Oh, okay. And, uh, oh, yeah, that's all right. I, I love that. Yeah, yeah man, right. I, I didn't think it was that bad. So. Yeah, you'll live. Uh, you'll, you'll live. It, it, it's, it's fun. It's, it's fun being around the players, the coaches, doing the, the production meetings and uh, and staying involved in the game. Do you miss coaching? Not one minute. Not, really? Not one minute. And, uh, really? No. It's it's amazing. Uh, I miss the coaches and I miss the players, but I don't miss the grind. So when you when you left, you were done. It was time. You know, it was when you left. It, you it was about time for you to go. You knew it was the right time. It was. It was. Oh, it was. It was yeah. totally time. And uh, my wife and I kind of looked at each other. and Said, "Yeah, it's time." And uh, I think one of the biggest things that hit me was my son turned forty, wow. and it just hit me like a ton of bricks. You know, when you left Pitt that time, and you thought you were it were done, and then you went back to coach. How much did it mean a lot to you to go back and have the success you did as a head coach in the years when you went back? Oh, totally. It, it was like the ultimate closure. I didn't know what the hell closure even meant uh, until I had that opportunity uh, with Chuck and then Arizona. Uh, so, yeah, it was it was great closure for me. And uh, we're talking with Bruce Arians, who will do the game with uh, Greg Gumbel. And we'll get to see his old quarterback, because folks might remember that he broke uh, Andrew Luck in, uh, and now he's back. And Now, listen, you you know him as well as anybody could know him. uh, And when you see him now, do you think he's all the way back, or what percentage if he's not all the way back? No, I think he's all the way back. I mean, he's making every single throw. and he's got velocity. He's always had great touch, uh, but he's not playing with any kind of shoulder. He's he's a he's a reckless uh, swashbuckler type of quarterback. Anyway, I mean, yeah. I, I love him. I think he's well, that's what best. I loved about him. That's why I loved him with you because I thought you two together. I hadn't seen anybody be that aggressive since Joe Namath was playing. I mean, it was fun the way you guys attacked the defense when you were together. I mean, you know he wants to do it, and you let him do it. You guys were – that was great to watch because I hadn't seen anybody attack a defense the way you guys did down the field. Oh, it was, it was fun. You're right. I mean, he got it at such an early age. I mean, I've been so fortunate to be around some great ones, but, I mean, he clicked mentally – and could do things that it took two or three years for other guys to do. And and it was fun because it was all rookies. <laughs> we had six rookies on offense, T.Y. Hilton and LeVon Brasile and the two tight ends. Everybody was a rookie. So it was, uh, you were bolding in all at the same time. And, and uh, But he was the leader, boy. He could will himself uh, on the rest of those guys to go win games. We know how smart he is. What's what's his best attribute? Is, is it his brains or is it his physical talent? I think when you combine the two, um, there's a lot of smart quarterbacks that doesn't have doesn't have his talent, and there are a lot of big, physical, strong guys that don't have his brains. So when you put those together, and his grit, I mean, 
Peyton, Ben, they've all got that grit to win. Uh, what he did as a rookie up in Detroit, especially, we were down, I don't know, 17 with six or seven minutes to go. He just looked up and down the side, hey, let's go win the game. And he did. We're talking with Bruce Arians. He'll do the game uh, on Sunday. The Jets and Colts. Have you? You'll uh, uh, do your preparation. I don't know if you've done it yet. Have you got? Have you taken time already to see Sam Donald on tape? Or you, have you not done that oh, yet? Yeah, I have. I have. All right, tell, 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 tell the audience what you what you've seen. Oh, I love him. I, I think the way he moves around in the pocket as a young guy uh, is amazing to me. He's got an unbelievable feel in the pocket and an escapability already. Uh, that lets him get out and make plays. And he's not looking to run. He's looking to throw the ball down the field. And um, he's got the arm to make every single throw. Uh, I, I really think the Jets have an unbelievable future ahead of them. Well, that's nice to hear from you. And I, I think you're 100% right. Plus, he's got a great makeup. He does not, he's on, you know, came out through a pick six his first pass. I mean, the guy, he's an unflappable kid. He really is. He just, he's young and he's really unflappable. Yeah, I, I love his demeanor on the sideline in the huddle, uh, and it's great that he has Josh McCown to lean on, uh, who's just one of the best mentors in the business. What is what is the we're talking with Bruce Arians, who came, you know had a lot of success as a coordinator in his league, and then of course the great success as a head coach, uh, both uh, with Indy and then Arizona. Um, right now, the way this league set up. If a young quarterback's coming in, what does he have to do to be successful now versus years ago? What, what, in your mind, what's the thing he has to do most? I think it's just play. You know, the, when people say, hey, I'm going I'm to let him sit for a year. I don't know what the hell you learn sitting because you're not even getting practice reps. You, you learn by playing and practicing and putting in game plans and, and failing and succeeding. And you're going to do a lot of both as a rookie, but that's the only way to get better. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, I, I just love watching him grow from week to week. Hey, I I didn't make this throw last week. I'm not going to make it this week. I'm going to put that in the bank and learn from it and, and move on. Or, hey, I'm going to fit this in that window because I know I can, and I love it about him. Yeah, that's I, I agree. He's done – and last week, he you know, he only completed 10 passes, but he completed them for 200 yards and three touchdowns down the field, which was nice to see. You know, they really were explosive last week. Oh my gosh! When you can run the ball, like yeah, they, they ran it well last week. week. They did, yeah. Oh, then it's it's it, then you can play a, a rookie quarterback and expect him to hey win third down, win the red zone, and, and we can run the ball the rest of the time. I'll tell you, I don't know how Luck does it even coming back. That team, if he didn't have him right now, that team doesn't have a whole lot of talent around him right now. And boy, he still has them competitive in all these games. It's 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 amazing, right? And he's had a million it, it really guys is. out too. It's amazing. He's he's had two games that he was on the knocking on the doorstep. He could have won, but you know, and he lost them both by a, on the last play of the game. And even the New England game, until it broke open, with, you know, with a bad turnover when they hit the receiver's hands, he was had them down one touchdown in that game. Well, they must have dropped, I think, at least oh. 10 balls in that oh. New England game. I mean, you got to help the guy. And, uh, they, uh, yeah, but they always drop his passes. I don't know what it is. They yeah. drop a million. He, they drop more passes there than anywhere. I've never seen it. Not, when, not, with you, not your team with them. Your team with them was the no. best. I, that was the best team I thought he had is with your team with them. That was the most fun team, too. Because that and team that was, was great part. and it was explosive. You know that? Yeah, that's crazy part, Mike. There was, like I said, there were six rookies out there yeah. with him. Yeah. Two receivers, a running back, both tight ends, tackle. And they made plays. Uh, yeah, T.Y. Hilton, plays. I love. I think yeah. T.Y. Hilton is one of the best young wide receivers. He's, he's, I guess, six years now. But uh, I, I still think of, of them as youngsters. And uh, when they get him back, uh, 
uh, it's a shame some of those other guys didn't pan out because they had a heck of a core going there for a while. You know, Reich reminds me a little of you. I was thinking that last week because he takes chances. You know that? He's aggressive, and that's what I like to see. He's, he's been bold so far, and it's almost like I really felt watching him this year that it reminded me. I said to someone, this reminds me a little bit of when Bruce was with him because he's really they're letting him play like that again this year for the first time in a couple of years. Oh, yeah. I, I, I love it. I, I, I think Frank has done a great job. I think going forward against Houston, at first I'm going like, what are you doing, Frank? Right. Uh, but then it's like, your first year, hell, play to win. The tie's not going to mean anything to you anyway. So send a message to your guys. Hey, we're going to go for it all the time. And I thought it was a great message that he sent to his team. You know what? I thought the same thing when I first did it and I was watching it. I said, what are you doing? And then I thought about it more and more, what he said afterwards. And I said, you know what? He's right. They're not going anywhere this year. So, you know what? If he makes that play and wins that game, it probably means a lot more than if they get a half a win. Yeah, just the fact that he tried. Hey, I put put you guys, my trust in you. And, boy, that message of trust in your players resonates in your locker room for a long time. Plus, they came from 21 down in that game in in the fourth quarter anyway. They were down 21 points in that game. Yeah, I mean, just what what Andrew's doing with the guys around him – is what he did as a as a rookie for I me. Agree. I mean, I agree. he just he just wills those guys to win. It really is true. You know, th- it looks like uh, we're talking with Bruce Arians. Of course, he's now working uh, with Greg Gumble, and he'll do the game this week with the Jets and Colts, which is interesting for the reasons we said with Donald and with uh, Luck, which makes the game interesting that he's there. Uh, the Colts are having uh, a lean season, but they, you know he can make some dangerous every week. This this new crop of quarterbacks this year looks like a good group. It seems like they're all like Rosen's catching on. It looks like. Even Josh Allen's catching on. Mayfield looks pretty good. Donald, it looks like this might be a good a good crop of rookies. It might be the best that we've seen since Marino and Kelly and those guys. Wow! In, in '83, I mean, they and evaluating them last year, the the one guy who hasn't played yet, Lamar Jackson, who I loved. I was like, I was really intrigued. I'm not usually that. I'm more traditional, but right. what he could do with his legs, but he could spin it. He could spin it a little bit better than Mike Vick did when he came out. And uh, so it's like, just wait for he jumps in this mix with this group of quarterbacks. I think it's going to be a great year. Interesting. Yeah, because, you know, uh, but, I, I, but I remember when you, if I go back, you co- you were coaching Wishbone when back with Bear. Didn't you coach Wishbone when he, weren't you one of the offensive coaches when he was running the Wishbone there? Oh yeah, yeah. I was a running back coach for for Coach Bryant. Yeah, his last two years, and I actually was a wishbone quarterback at Virginia Tech myself. You were, and then you, did you run the wishbone when you went to Temple, or no? No, well, we ran a variety. We kind of tried to we tried to get fancy and and uh, have a wing back and eye formation, and then we we found this little running back named Paul Palmer who just had oh, to be sure. going he into was the good. Hall of Fame this he year. Was, so it was kinda, good. Yeah, we we left the wishbone and just gave it to Paul every down. Yeah, he was good, Paul Palmer. He was very good, as a matter of fact. You know, Bruce, Bruce goes all the way back to legendary Coach Bryant, which is unbelievable. To, to, to be a link to that is is pretty amazing when you think about it now. When people, uh, they, they hear the name, but they don't realize, you know, how amazing he was. One of his, I don't know how many head coaches he had, 50 or 55 or whatever they had. In, I, it, yeah, it was in, somewhere around yeah. 50. Amazing. I think I was number 47. <laughs> <laughs> 
tell us some what, what give me give give the folks something about Bear Bryant with that that they can uh, that that you can say on the air uh, that that you can tell them uh, that shows a little bit about Bear Bryant. Oh, Coach Bryant was a master of personnel, and uh, I mean we averaged playing sixty six players a game, and he substituted every player. No assistant coach ever sent a guy into a game. Coach Bryant and we played three quarterbacks. I had to have twelve running backs ready. And I didn't have any say, which I used to argue with him all the time about. And who he started. sent every player in. Every player. He said, look, he said, he said you coach them, I'll line them up. And uh, <laughs> I said, you got to coach. After I quit arguing about the 10th time and getting shot down, he said, you coach them, I'll line them up. And did he, was he at that stage, was he a, a, a real delegator as far as week to week during practice and stuff? Or was he more hands-on than we know? Oh, he was hands-on. Uh, it, it, it was still Mal Moore, God bless him. He was our offensive coordinator. I remember Mal Moore. Uh, I remember him, yeah. And uh, we had come up – when I was at Mississippi State, we ran some shotgun against Alabama uh, a year or two before that, and we had a, a quarterback named Walter Lewis who – Sure. I, kinda, I remember I Walter Lewis. Some, I, I saw some wishbone shotgun right. stuff that we started, and Coach Bryant says, we always put. We always had to put anything new past coach. So we went in. He said, "That looks pretty good, but how are you going to block this?" And uh, he said, "Jenner and Allen, when when they ran the single wing, this is how they would stop that." And I just went, "Hey, coach, do you think anybody is live from Jenner and Allen staff?" <laughs> he said, "Nah, put it in." <laughs> uh, so you played at Virginia. So who you play for, Dooley? No, I actually played for Jimmy Sharp, who was the offensive coordinator. Oh, I remember. I know Jimmy Sharp. Absolutely. Okay. So, okay. So, Jimmy, and he got me started in coaching. So, he was your first. He was the guy who got you. And your first job was where? At Virginia Tech with him. With him. Okay. And you went to Mississippi State before you went to Bama? Yes. Went with Coach Sharp to Mississippi State and from there to Alabama and then Temple. Gotcha. Okay, and I remember him as a head coach at Temple at the age of like what thirty one? Were you what thirty years old? Yeah, thirty. 30 years. I was thirty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you were a baby. I remember that. You took over a temple. You took over a terrible Temple team, boy. I tell you, they, you oh. know, they, that was lean when you took over there. I remember that. We got now, lucky. But, we got that little, that little running back we talked about. Kind of yes. brought that whole program back. He sure thank did. God. He's getting recognized and going into the Hall of Fame this year. Good for him. Well, listen, good to talk to you as always. Enjoy the game, and uh, we'll be watching this week. The folks in New York will get a listen. Uh, they'll be uh, interested in hearing what you say about the, uh, their quarterbacks this week because they're all very excited here about Sam. You know, they think they finally got a franchise quarterback, and they're headed in the right direction. So they're they're pretty excited about that. I don't think there's any doubt. Well, they should. All the Jet fans should be ec- ecstatic uh, with, with what's happening. Thanks very much for coming on. Appreciate it, Bruce. Always, Mike. Thank you, brother. Thank you very much. Coach uh, Arians, Bruce Arians, the, uh, he'll do the game with Greg Gumbel uh, coming up uh, this Sunday, Jets and Colts. And he was – remember what happened was he left Pittsburgh. They fired him as the offensive coordinator. And, and Rutherford was crazy. He went home, and he was retiring. And – when the Colts made the new hire and the coach talked him into coming back as the coordinator, but then the coach, as you know, missed a year with cancer. And Bruce took over as the head coach that year and got a coach of the year. 
as he coached Luck as a you know as a as a head coach, and that got him the Arizona job. But he was with Luck in the beginning, and they were great together. And you know he wrote a book, which I read, and he talked about winning quarterbacks and all the different quarterbacks he coached. And he coached a lot of great quarterbacks, as he said. And he raved about Luck in the book. He absolutely raved about him in every way. Smart, great team player, the whole thing, talent, everything. So he loved Luck. So it'll be interesting this week. You'll hear him. He'll be raving about him. But you just also heard him say some really very, very strong things. And he's a good quarterback coach. Uh, very strong things about Sam Donald. So you Jeff fans should be very happy with that. And I think you got a guy who's going to be here for a very long time. And this is a good matchup. And the one where they'll probably have many through the years, Donald and Luck, this week. And hopefully they both can air it out and put on a little bit of a show. Back after this.